All right. I'm slightly obsessed with the Vicky and Casey White story. Leon is not interested at all, so this might be a minute of me talking to myself. We just turned into CNN like two hours ago, and they said, um, the national manhunt for whatever, and I was like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. I couldn't have helped at all. We were at sushi last night, and I saw the breaking news, and I asked if you knew what I was talking about, and you had no idea. That's okay. So, 56-year-old Vicky White, correctional officer for like 17 years, breaks out her lover, question mark, I guess not technically lover, boyfriend, prison romance, Casey White, allegedly no relation, 38 years old, on the run for 11 days, ended in her death, his capture. I need to know why. I hope she has a journal. Yeah, I'm waiting for the ultra deep analysis, seeing all the angles, all the documentaries, all the Nightline specials or whatever the hell comes out. I can't wait for the Netflix documentary. And I'm going to binge the hell out of it. What's the guy's name? Casey White. No it's relation. Gonna be, it's going to be Netflix, the Casey White tapes. I think it's going to be the Vicky White story Ooh. because it's about her planning. Her planning? Was intense. Sold her house for under market value. Had That's already a red flag. It is. Why? You just retired. Wouldn't you want to retire in your nice little home? Now, I have a couple theories here. What's up? Because this is a show on theories. Number one, she has lived a very boring and calculated life. When she fell for this prison romance... She decided to go all in because she was not satisfied with her life anyway. So she was just like, fuck it. Let's go out with a bang. It was really surprising to me to find out that she possibly took her own life. Yes, I was not expecting that. I guess the original plan, according to what they've heard so far, is that it was supposed to end in a shootout. Which is terrifying anyway. Very Bonnie and Clyde. Very, right? We were confused of why they had 11 days. They didn't go very far. And I guess from what I heard from the CNN thing, they wanted to go back to Alabama. Oh, no, no, no. Or they wanted to go to Alabama. He's going back to Alabama like today. But either way, if she had a decent, it sounds like she had a decent amount of cash. So I think she had all the cash from her home sale, which was about... I want to say 90000 but when they found them, they had 29000 in cash. I feel like the natural thing is to like just go to Mexico. That's what I said. If you have fake identifications, I mean, she already took care of all of that. Right? Why would you not just immediately go? I don't know. I feel like you could have found some remote spot to just lay low. I say that like it's so easy, but I just feel like that's it's better than staying in the country that you're running from. Okay, theory number two. Yeah. She's terminally ill. Oh. Wanted to... One last hoorah. A hoorah. Mm. I had a third theory and now I can't remember it. I'm super fascinated by it. I'm sorry we're starting off the podcast with this. I had to get it off my chest. Are you more fascinated? There has to be one other listener out there that... Are you more fascinated because of how normal she lived her life? I think so. happened? I mean, everyone says there's like no red flags. So I I think I'm just so focused on the why. Mm. You know, this is a podcast where we talk about couples. Oh, yeah. So it fits still. Yeah, this is an interesting couple. I wish we knew more. It's driving me crazy. You're saying something like the dude has like pretty, 
like obvious arm tattoos, distinguishable, okay. distinguishable arm tattoos. Very distinguishable tattoos. We're not. Yeah, they're not covering well, them. Not covering them. You know, just doing the bait. You know, the basics to lay low. You I know, guess. wearing a hat. She had wigs, sunglasses. So good for long her. sleeve shirts. He was part of some very bad gangs, so we don't f with him. But hmm. I just want to know Vicky's story. That's what I'm so fascinated about. Do you say they have the same last name? Yeah, no relation. Something allegedly. happened. It sparked a conversation. Then he's like, oh, "Marry me." She called Let's him while he was in prison at another facility. So they said they're thinking this has been going on for two years now. Wow. Yeah. She got him transferred. Probably. I mean, if you have someone that's in love with you, that has some power. I mean, associate director, right? Easy. Also, we saw some footage, and she just casually walked him out to a patrol car. I'm like, wait a minute. The buddy system was not in use. I don't, I don't think we ever see a prisoner that killed someone before just be walked out by one person. Let alone a, a lady that looks a lot smaller than the man. He's huge. Which so, I did not realize until he was next to other officers. And no one was like, what's her name? Vicky. Vicky. That's kind of weird, girl. Don't well, you need someone with you? They said the booking officer was not going to challenge the associate director. So the buddy system was never questioned. Also, they had a six-hour head start. That's not that much. I thought you said they had like a 10-day head start. No, <laughs> they've been on the run for 10 days. Oh. Six hours, which seems like a long time to notice a prisoner's missing. Let's get into the show. Thank you for humoring my need to talk about that. Moving on to 90 Day Fiance, Season 9, Episode 4, Pasta La Vasta. That's a great title. Is it supposed to be Pasta La Vista and I wrote it wrong? Yeah, it's probably Pasta La Vista. Oh, oops. <laughs> it's all good. Let's start with Ari and Benny. Leg up. They're finally leaving. It seems like it starts with maybe like a day before they're officially leaving. They're packing. And can I just say one observance, which isn't meant to be mean, but is still accurate. Ari did not carry her child once in this episode. Everyone oh, else in the room in any scene carried the baby. I've given her hate ever since I've seen her on TV. Maybe she just, <laughs> I, her presence annoys me. Her privilege really annoys I me. I think that's what it is, really. Because it's not like a humble privilege. Now, now we're seeing this inability to carry your child. I, I feel bad saying that because we're only seeing a little snippet exactly. of Exactly. And so I'm like, well, but okay. Why did the nanny have to go to the airport if she was not going with them? She's like, she just I held to, the baby. I have to embrace the child as long. I mean, maybe. You're probably Although, pretty close if you're with this kid every single day. This episode also didn't even help my opinion of Ari. I know the sister just through whining your face. I get it. You're pissed off. You didn't even let them see their nephew. No. Okay. I don't blame her. I'm sorry. I'm petty. Oh, no. I'm, I'm petty. I'm not, I saw your, I'm not on your team on that. <laughs> That's because, okay. You don't have to. Man, the way some of these international tra- travels go, for all we know, they might not come back for like 10 years. Yes. I was like, man, you really not going to let them see the kiddo. Why? Okay. Nope. Savage. I'll save my counter argument. Okay. I'll save it because like, we, we'll get there. One thing I initially want to talk about. There is clear timeline editing weirdness going on. There always is. But... When Benny and Ari are talking and she asks the nanny to braid her hair, the nanny starts brushing her hair. And then Benny asks a question. 
the nanny is already starting to braid one side of the hair. And then it cuts to Ari's reaction and it's back to only brushing the hair. There's no braid. And then it cuts back again and we're partway done with the braid. Uh, is this like some weird chop editing to make a storyline? To make her look worse, probably. To say this was your reaction. It was oh. a shitty reaction. But it wasn't at all in the correct context. Mm. I feel like they just think we're stupid. Like, we don't yes. notice this shit. Yes. Ari asks Benny if she wants to come say goodbye to his sisters. And she pretty much says no. And I do not blame her. What's the point of having another interaction with them at all? Yeah, it's interesting to see how their relationship kind of took a dive that that fast that hard i guess it's been happening for a while but but it's never passed a physical kind of moment it's always just been shit talking which is easier to take i mean the way their relationship is do you even see ari ever coming back sadly no i don't either because she has no reason to yeah she's like my kids over here and my husband like i'm not okay here's the other question would she let benny travel back with avi for a vacation really Oh, you're right, because nope. there's no trust. She okay. No trust. Okay, well, that... never happened. That kid would have to be, like, 17. Apparently, I just forgot all of last season. <laughs> no. So, Benny is meeting up with his brother and his sisters, and his sisters say that Ari made a good decision not coming and that she needs to apologize. Okay, I wasn't with the sisters See, on this one. No. And then the producer asks, do you feel like you need to apologize? And she's like, no. 100% no. I was like, okay, I'm going to throw wine in your face and and we're going to be cool. Okay. Okay. You need to say sorry for making me throw wine in your face. I can't apologize. (laughs) Yes. That's not my fault. I can't apologize. Then at the airport, Benny's sister and brother show up with the nephews. And I think there was a niece as well. Mm -hmm, There was a niece. They're sad. They're losing their uncle. It's super sad. And their cousin. The sister tells Benny right away, we don't want to face Ari. Like, come on. Like, we're, we're, you're saying Ari needs to let them see the baby? No. So in my notes, I wrote, Ari is wrong for not letting them say goodbye to Avi, but I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I say you let the nanny carry the kid and they give the kid a kiss and they bounce. Why couldn't they go to the van? Because Ari would have been like, we're going to fight. You're not getting close. You're not kidnapping Ari my child. Ari is not fighting anyone. Stop. Because I told you. No, we both agreed. The wine throw, we're fighting. Oh, yeah. They so, no. They should have been fought. Yeah, even if you lose, you still gave some shit back. They could have probably fought. You know how when people fight and they're like cool with each other after? Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. What if it's thing. like that? Yeah. They should have They should just fought. <laughs> what if they're, know, yes. Couple like, slaps and been like, all right, we cool? All right. I don't know. I'm always torn because... Ari was an ass. There's no denying that in past episodes. And so, yeah, the sisters gave her some shit. I feel like in some way the sisters feel like we've talked about this for so long. The whole, you know, are you going to take the the child away from Mm -hmm. here? All that stuff. And, you know, Ari's always been like, no, I'm coming back. You know, they left for for him to have surgery. But in essence, I mean, really, the child is gone. But at least they're a family unit. The other kid was really just gone. Mm -hmm. Anything else on them? No, but I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think Benny's going to get a chance to see his other child? I don't. I I don't. I don't think so either. Which is so sad. We don't know. That's a piece of his heart. Like We don't know if he has any communication with the mom. Does he know where they live? Does he know what state they're in? Like like, anything. Yeah, and you were saying like, 
you can't just like show up and be like, yo, let me see my kid. No, yeah. It's, I mean, this kid's been living, I don't know how long, like without you. Yeah, how like, old is this kid now? I don't know. Is the, he only a year or two older than his current kid? I don't know. I don't know. I would love it if he did get to see him. That'd be cool. You know, even off camera and private, all that stuff. Emily and Kobe. It's the morning after sexy time. Kobe's in his underwear making coffee. Emily's in bed, apparently nude, I can't tell. And it's just awkward. Tidy whities Too much is happening, really. Lots of sexy time talk. It's just a lot. Maybe look, you guys are boring. You need to zhuzh it up. Get a little sexy. Do something. Emily says she didn't know how it was going to feel with my mom bod and his dad bod. But it worked. So good for them. Kobe did say it was the greatest night ever and he doesn't regret it now. So sexy time was on point. So they were poking. Yeah. Yeah, two years, you know, without seeing your partner. I could I could see why you'd want to exercise some demons or something, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited to meet Coben, and me and you teared up. Oh, my God. His emotions were so fucking raw. Yes. Man, it was powerful. When he His scenes into- are the most powerful. Yes. So when they pulled in the driveway, started crying, he was super emotional. The banners were beautiful of Coben, and then he finally meets him. And he begins to sob. But but then he, and we it's had the, so beautiful. We had the subtitles on. I mean, even Emily's like awkwardly laughing but crying I at the same time. I think she doesn't know how to deal with it. I did not like that Emily's parents did not shake Kobe's hand or give him a hug upon first meeting. It was just kind of like a hey, first, hi. Yeah, at first it was kind of kind of awkward. They made it more awkward than it needed to be. I did not like seeing this. What's up? Emily told Kobe to stop touching Coben's feet as she st- was touching Coben's feet. Why? A couple Let things Let this here. man just a couple things here. nuggle him and love on him. He's trying to get any feels he wants on his baby because they haven't ever met. Yeah. I'm not a parent, but I would have a thought that me touching this kid's feet is not going to stop him from sleeping. This kid's passing the fuck no, out. No, it's fine. But it also shows a little bit of possessiveness. Yeah. With the child. Even even though he's the father, you can tell. Right. You can also tell that Emily's parents are real happy to tap out. The dad was trying to make it clear, like, oh, we're We're, we're out. done. We are. He said it like three we are times. We're like retired. <laughs> this was not the plan. Yeah. Like, we're tired. We're done. What are they going to do when Emily ends up pregnant again? I think it could make for one of the greatest sit-down conversations slash reveals i'm hoping that even though i mean i it was pretty much already spoiled in the preview she takes a test i guess we what don't if that's know if some it's yeah true. what if that's some bullshit like fake what if it was a covid test Just some fake out thing. yeah what if it's a, <laughs> you know some dumb shit like that okay well all i'm saying is if she does end up getting pregnant i hope that she's already in the process of getting a job that she wanted that could pay a little bit more he could stay at home with the kiddos she could kind of further education if she wants or just move up whatever industry she wants to. That's the ideal world. And so I hope that since he's there and not one of the par- like her parents, that that is something that they could do. And parent together, not co-parent, as she likes to call it. Yeah, I thought it was weird that she called it co-parenting. Me too, because isn't it just parenting? I feel like uh, you say co-parenting when you're like divorced or like. Me sep- too, but is separated. that right? Right. I think so. Yeah, okay, well that's the context I use it in. Yeah, 
that was I don't know. I feel like maybe she was nervous and she just like didn't know. Oh yeah, you know, couldn't I'm put sure. the words together. Do you think that their fucking pregnancy scare is gonna be some bullshit? Like end of the ep- end of the last episode. And they're gonna be on ninety day happily ever after. Exactly. Some Probably. dumb shit like that. Probably. I can see it. I fucking hate when they do. Also, they kind of honestly. She probably is going to be pregnant again because they foreshadowed. It's because of everything the they con- showed. The birth already. control thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they said like, yo, you got to take that. And she's like, yeah, I got it. I just haven't started or whatever yeah. she said. I'm like, kind of foreshadowing it pretty good. That's true. We meet a new couple. Patrick, 32, from Austin, Texas. And Thais, 25, a model from Brazil. Right off the bat, there's something fishy with the storyline. Oh, you cut on this quick. Why is there so much professional footage in their intro? Him going there, them meeting in the hotel, them kissing in the hotel, dancing in the street, going around sightseeing. Why does all of this footage professionally exist? Okay, now I have a conspiracy. Oh, I love it. Tell me. Your face lit up. Their director is John, the brother. (laughs) What do you mean? He's like, man, you got to capture our moments, man. It's our life. Oh, I hope <laughs> not. That would be so fucking weird. Oh, my weird. God. What if it was his dad? Okay. <laughs> both both would be weird, but you have a theory. My theory is they were initially supposed to be on 90 Day the other way or 90 Day before the 90 Days. And something happened and they decided to scrap that storyline and just kind of film a little extra and throw it in this season. I would agree, because the footage looked real professional. It looked exactly how they film. Exactly. It wasn't like even... It's not that it was just professional. It's that it's the exact way that the 90 Day Crew films. Uh, Since we're just uh, spitballing a little bit. Yeah, when we got introduced to Patrick, I I guess we found out that he was like on this whole journey to like be in the Olympics and all that stuff. Pain is weakness, leaving the body. He was doing his thing. He fucking said his squat was like 800 pounds. Yes. That is an incredible amount of weight to be pushing. But you caught, I'm like, it's weird that he keeps saying he tested positive for something versus saying, oh, I was taking HGH. He never takes accountability. He he never never said that. that He he just said, oh, I I tested positive for this uh, performance enhancing drug. uh, Unfortunately, a couple years later, I tested positive for a second second substance. That that was really... We had no idea. That's also interesting wording considering his professional career is over. Yes. It's really weird that he won't just say, oh, yeah, I was taking performance enhancing drugs. Not a good look. I got caught. My career is over. And then his wife left him because he don't lift. So he's got a big house. So he asked his brother to move in with him. And it's really helped their relationship. Oh, yeah. They seem like they actually sound um, from the breakdown that they work together, essentially. Oh, like okay. he's in sales. Mm-hmm. But his brother's a part of installations. Oh, OK. For like these uh, security systems or whatever. So he met Thais when he was going to Brazil to meet his dad. He speaks Portuguese very well. Very impressed. Wow. Many props. Very. You're already a mile ahead. I don't most even people. think. I've heard some Portuguese, but it sounds really hard to learn. I can make out like two out of every ten. Yeah. Words, but yeah, it seems really hard. So it's kind of. I wonder, like, how did he pick it up? Did he already like kind of know some of it? Well, probably so because a, his dad's he just Brazilian. Need, he needed a little extra push. Yeah. He must have had some base for it. But if not. Because his brother doesn't at all. That is really fucking impressive. Do we know his brother doesn't? 
I would love to hear Portuguese in an East Coast accent. I feel accent. like he would know hi, bye, and my <laughs> name is... So she will arrive in five days. And she is already annoyed with everything. Mostly that the brother lives in what she considers will be her house. Are you kind of over the storyline of this Latin American lady or whatever that's very much like jealous or yeah give me a report it's a little bit uh stereotypical if you will like they're playing into this like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like i'm watching an alternate universe of jasmine and yeah, uh gino and, and everyone that came before them what i'm trying to say is the storyline's getting old but that's the issue with the season as a whole i've, I've heard that in i read a he read a Screen Rant article, which is hilarious. Oh, We're yeah. like, look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all about just how the, a lot of the storylines, it's almost like there's nothing new to the table. And we could probably say some of the folks aren't that interesting. Yes. Or even like what they do isn't interesting. The major turnoff for me is clear clout chasing. Like, is it is it Kara? Yeah, Kara. Like, her making balloons does not fucking interest me at all. No? I'm sorry. Not you know what? Cool. I'm disappointed we've seen no balloon making so far. Right? Give me a wreath. A little one. But Show me. How does she not like his brother already? Like one, we don't even know if they've ever met. I don't know how you could have such strong opinions against because someone. Because he lives in the house, I think. She Ma- just wants Maybe it's the, the fact herself. that you're encroaching on this her future space. Yes. You're like, you need to get away. Also because he likes to have friends over. Because that's temptation for Patrick. Now, has Patrick ever done anything wrong in this relationship to warrant this? Or is you it know, just... I bet you we're going to find out something in the future. Because that's what happened with Jasmine and Gino. I just assume we're following the same storyline. So we're everyone's um, blaming Jasmine. And then we find out Gino talks to other women. And he likes to take out sugar babies. So. The only thing Patrick mentioned was that sometimes he has to go on sales assignments with a female. No, per- you know, that does not happen anymore. Not allowed. But that was, you were saying like, that's way too fucking much. Like now yes. that it's interfering with my professional career. You know who the star of this episode was? The bar patron. Loved her. She's like, are you in a relationship? No, then shut up. Don't worry about him. Love it. Yes, I think, hey, it works for you. You guys are okay with this. I obviously don't care. But it's weird when it affects your work. Like don't have your relationship right. like interfere with your work. That's weird and too far. Like, oh, I can't work with you, you know? Oh, but also that's even... Think about it deeper. So he cannot train women, but he's high up, so can he not hire women? Which could get that company in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and like if your excuse is like, oh, my freaking (laughs) girlfriend in Brazil is weird about me interacting with women. Then you shouldn't have any hiring or training privileges. Well, then someone in management is going to be like, why did you like do something in the past? Yeah. Should I not trust you around women? Like Exactly. Like, where are we going with this? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So far, we have spent all the season, all the season, they've been on one episode. Sorry. Well, the whole time with his brother. Does she even come here? Has there been any footage of her at his house, at a restaurant together? I I feel like maybe it's I've seen a previous of them meeting in Brazil, but I thought we saw like an airport scene or airport preview or something. Okay, But I'm just wondering what happens because everyone else didn't have a big intro. This is what I mean when you don't have content. Why am I watching four episodes of this dude and his brother? Well, no, this is his first episode. Well, what but I we're mean, four what episodes I, in. What I, what I mean is of the show, like it, it, not him. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Okay, now but I like, guess. Like, why am I this far into this season 
and I'm only seeing this dude and his fucking brother. Like yeah. this is 90 Day Fiance. Red flag. 90 Day Fiance and my fucking brother. That storyline, I'm telling you people right now, is so stupid. Yeah. Oh, my fiance doesn't like my brother. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> that is so dumb. That's like nothing. To, come on now. Let's be serious. But you know what's a serious conversation? Can what? you feed parents corn dogs for dinner? <sighs> You'd have to know them. You <laughs> is that an not, intimate? Not, not a first. Not a first meal? Not, not a first okay. meal. Okay. I can see that. Not a first meal. You got to be real cool. A, I'm bringing the corn, or I'm bringing the peaks, I'm bringing the wings. You got to be real cool. Okay. You cannot be doing that on the first dinner. You cannot be doing frozen chicken Alfredo on the first meal, though. I would take okay. corn dogs over that. I'll defend myself here. I am not a cook. No. I don't cook. No. I'm actually, some could say I'm a bad cook. <laughs> no. You, oh, here's your downfall. You follow instructions so intensely to a fault. Does that mean it's going to be good or bad? I just think you make it harder on yourself than it needs to be. Okay. If I was in their position, because I've seen you make this before. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I was probably in charge of the pasta because I just had to stare at the pot. Probably. But, <laughs> and this is going to have no meat, so it's even easier. Theirs had you, meat, though. They're, Allegedly. Debatable. <laughs> okay. You fucking look at the back of the noodle fucking packaging. It says cook for 12 to 15 minutes. You fucking put the water to boil. You dump the bitch in. You throw like some salt in it. I think sometimes it says throw some salt in there. You should always you, salt your pasta. You fucking, you fucking, because you're not going to be sure when it's done. So just pick the time in the middle of 12 and 15. Yes. You fucking take it off or you can throw it against the fucking wall and be like, it's done. <laughs> but okay. You take it out. You buy the bougie alfredo that's sauce. what i'm saying you buy the bougie alfredo sauce. you know one of them's like five bucks and the other one's like 10 you buy the 10 dollar one you open the fucking jar and you just dump it on the noodles and you mix you, it you drain the noodles oh you want to get a little bougie you buy the cheese you put the cheese on top let the no parents if you want to get real top. bougie you grate the cheese because pre-made isn't delicious that meal would take you less than 20 minutes. Elevate it. The secret to good Alfredo sauce is nutmeg. You heard it here. Add some nutmeg to your Alfredo. That I would have been a hundred times better than what we saw. I cannot believe. Also, there was a ton of cut up vegetables and I don't know what was happening. I feel like they added vegetables. But like tomato. And like broccoli. Yeah. Why? I don't know. And you, I bet they didn't cook them or prepare them in any way. They just put like I raw am... vegetables in there. They made more work for themselves than they needed to. You know what? It would have been fine. Is he 30? I think so. Which is wild. What's Miona? Like 26, 27? Yeah. Why also, didn't they just buy a frozen lasagna? Also, didn't, didn't he say that Miona doesn't cook for her mom? Well, she's never cooked for she's her never mom. Or for cleaned her mom. or did laundry. So... Don't give me that face because you came up in it with an excuse for Mohammed and Hamza. You said it's cultural. It's just how it is. So no, just because it's a girl, you don't get to have different ideas about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so going off of that and just saying, hey, it's a cultural thing. We'll leave it at that. What's not okay is for... His mom to have such a harsh opinion when she did not teach her son how to cook. Or he just didn't want to learn. Maybe she did try. We Maybe, don't know that but 
The only reason why I know how to cook is because I had to cook like my whole life. Not had to, but I was always in the kitchen around my mom. Always was helping doing something. When I was in high school, I was in charge of dinner certain nights of the week. Yeah. So like I had to. That was part of like my responsibilities. Well, that's where I'm trying to make the connection of like Miona and her mom. Like what if they had that bond and like, yo, you got to make dinner like these nights. She never cooked. Never cooked. Never did laundry even. That one's more alarming than cooking to me. Man, Jabri's dad seems like a cool, level-headed dude. Level-headed dude. His mom is not afraid to be totally honest. Here's the thing: Jabri and his mom are the same, and they just keep snapping you know, at you each other. You know what he's not good at? He's Being not an adult. Well, that. Well, this comes with that. He's not good at taking any criticism. Not even a sigh or an. A non-verbal cue. Like, he hates anything. If you're saying anything other than you're amazing, he doesn't want to hear it, and he has a yeah. snappy comment back. Yeah, he he hasn't sort of learned to just, uh, just take some criticism. I thought the mom only went a step too far. When she was saying, like, oh, it's okay, it's interesting, and... Is it, like, it, edible or something? It's edible. But later in the conversation, she said, the chicken's not good. The chicken's rubber. You have to admit it's not good. We already pretty much, we got all the cues prior. We didn't need that extra topping. Jabri instantly is pissed. And then stepdad has to try to save it and say, we appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. And so he tries to reel it back in a little bit. When they whipped out the hot sauce, it was, it was pretty funny. (laughs) I mean, good plan to add some flavor. So another part of their storyline is... The love triangle of Jabri, David, and Miona. You had an interesting comment while we were watching it. You asked if I thought David and Miona have poked. I just find it really strange that someone has such strong feelings or negative feelings towards someone. I mean, the only reason they met is because he was in a band, right? Yes. It just seems odd that she's like, no. You know, fuck the band, you know, you whatever the fucking and he's trying to explain like i need to be in this band to make money like that's how i make money just like how are we gonna get to la and she has such it's it's a crazy strong opinion to hate david it's really weird i feel like that's her main problem maybe not necessarily the band but david now maybe he's an asshole i don't know No, do you remember wrestling do you remember early on there was a conversation between david and jabri And David said she's like a brat. She's a diva. She thinks she's better than everybody else. The story that Jabri told completely backs that up. Jabri said that David took them to a restaurant in Serbia and the power cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the power cut out, she said, this is a stupid restaurant. Kept going on and on. And David said she acted like a brat. She is from Serbia. She knows this happens. It's not something he can control. Right. I mean, I would feel so disrespected if someone said that if I took them somewhere. I would be pissed too. You're a brat. I don't I want anything to do with you. I mean, like, you put yourself in that situation like, yo, the fucking power went out. I'm like, that's an unfortunate situation. But damn, like, that's, you can't really control some things. So I don't know. I can, I can see David's angle here. I mean, honestly, he's probably right. Maybe. I don't know. But Miona was like so sweet when she was at the airport and everything, so... I don't know. She's been great so far. We haven't seen her be like really bad at all. At all. In the 90 day universe, there's just so much worse. Yeah, there there really is. Guillermo and Kara. 
They're driving home from the airport and they're taking in all the sights. Guillermo is super sweet saying, look at all the houses, look at all the cars, everything's bigger. And hay bales, so organized, so beautiful. He's like, your fucking cows are different. <laughs> he talked about how there was no hot water in his past apartment. Mm -hmm. You got a bucket shower. Oh, yeah. Bucket showers are key. Now, if he's running late, you got to go to work. You don't have to have time to bucket yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that first hot shower, I feel it, man. I feel so good. And then they poked. And then we had lots of sexy time talk, which was, it's always too much. I'm always like, yeah, I don't, I don't need that. You know what? I think. Why does that bother think, me so I much? I think some of it doesn't add anything to the story. I think that's what it is. I'm, I'm just like, I'm here. Tell me the drama that we already insinuated was going on. I don't care about the sexy time. It's already implied. It's your first night together in so long. Especially if the sexy time was average or good. Like that's not, <laughs> it's not bringing me any drama. That's just. That's just, you're just doing it. Oh, give me bad sexy time for the first time in two years. That's what I want to hear about. Don't tell me it was good. No one like, wants that. Okay. That's, I'm happy for you. Like, can we move on? So we find out that Guillermo sold his motorcycle and most of his belongings, equaling to about $6,000. Eh, that was worded odd too, because Kara said our savings at the moment are $6,000. Okay. Mean, did you have no savings and he sold stuff and now he has $6,000? I Yeah, that's true. I don't know whose it is or if it's 50-50 or how did the 6000 come about, but we know a chunk of money is what he brings to the relationship. kind of, I felt like it was their joint, like. Okay, that's we, fine. We have $6,000 That's in savings. better to my point then. Why can't this man get a computer? He never said it needed to be a Mac or a specific gaming one. So you can get a Chromebook for like under $200. I don't know. With with the way Apple kind of dominates like the consumer market, I feel like anytime anyone says I want to get a phone or a computer, it means a Mac or an iPhone. Not me. Not for Team us. Android. Yeah, not for us. But I think a lot of people, that's kind of their default. Okay. He's coming here. He doesn't have work. And, and I get what he was saying. She's like, you can use my computer. I'm like, well... Like, you need your computer. Like, you use your computer. Like, I, I don't want to be He's on it. He's doing some sketchy stuff. He said he doesn't want to get into a fight about it. Here, here's <laughs> my side of it. He could work on a resume. He yes. could take any kind of free. There's like so many resources on the internet to do whatever. Either Lots look, of classes. Look for programs, classes. Um, maybe he wants to go to school. Like, he can start some, like, prep things online. Like, there's a lot you can do you could make content if that's sort of like you know you're already on 90 day obviously like part of it could be i'm gonna be on instagram I'm gonna make content like whatever the fuck your thing is it's a little bit more powerful than a phone and kind of you know do a lot arguably editing's a bit easier so you see his side i do see his side and if she's working honestly let's just say she, i don't know, let's just say she doesn't own a tv i don't fucking know like what if he's just like super bored and there's nothing there yeah. I support him getting his own computer, and I thought it was really bratty for her to say, you've never even had one. Cool. That's great, so I'll just go a while. You've also never computer. had a fiance. Should I go home? Damn. Yeah. I'm real petty, so that would slip out real fast. Yeah. I don't know. I just, this man just gave up so much. Give him the computer. It'll make him happy. Isn't that wild, though? Like, their storyline this episode was about a computer. Sexy time computer, beautiful hay bales, done. Bailal and Shida were finally getting to see the meeting with mom and the rest of the family. Suspicious. When mom hugged Shida, she said, it's been so long. Have they met? Tell me. You, theories yeah, go. Yeah, you're reading into that. That's what you say when like you met someone. It's been a while. And then I was thinking, wait, she could mean that 
it's been so long like for us to meet it's been a long time mm. for us to get to this point mm. that's what i was thinking i always say like it's nice to meet you welcome Dude, this whole this whole family has like besides maybe the brother because he was chill and quiet this whole family has this like awkward weird energy around them okay like always i see where bylal gets it from yeah yeah for real they all are trying to trap her no matter what she says the next yeah. follow-up is gonna be a they're trap. trying to like catch her in something and then be like oh why'd you say that oh you think you're not gonna you think you're too good oh kids what about kids oh but you're 37 you never had a, you never had a husband you never been married yeah it's like do you want me to have had one or two husbands and like a couple kids? That's like, what I was saying. What are, you, so, what are you insinuating? Everyone takes it as a red flag that this woman did not jump into any marriage or have any kids with someone that she wasn't sure about. So if she did and she had a kid, would you guys be okay with that and welcoming this child and her with open arms? She could argue that I don't see Bilal going after some previously married lady with a kid. It was very unfair for them to try to corner and question her thoughts of their childhood home when they themselves do not live there by choice. He said no one's lived there in 15 years. Yes. He had to get the key from his mom. His sister doesn't even live here. He said that she flew in. Yes. And he got help. the keys to the van. You asked your sister. Okay. Your sister came to fly in to be on the show, meet her and all that stuff. But you also asked her to come early to fucking fix up this house with you. Yep. For a prank. That is a lot of fucking work. It's too much work. I have too much going on. I don't got the time. I would have thrown it right back at him. I'm like, yeah, your fucking son has not done shit to this house. The fucking ceiling's coming off. Yep. Like, that shit's not okay. I would have talked my shit. And she handled it so well. With Grace, she just said, I feel like I went back in time. He completely threw her under the bus, telling them what she said about the house. Yeah, definitely. Well, she said, are you going to run to your mom every single time I say something you don't like? I also don't think that he gets, like, he doesn't get that the prank was stupid. No. And it doesn't land. He feels justified. Yeah, he, and he won't, he, like, can't stop himself. Like, for all we know, there's going to be another scene where he meets, you know, she meets another family member and he's like, oh, I took her to the house. Yep. I was like, dude, you just got to drop this stupid ass prank you did. It's dumb. You should have kept that inside because it's only embarrassing for you. When they bring up kids, we find out that Bilal is intentionally very vague. He can't even have the conversation. It sounds like he's done having children and wants to travel and live his life as oh, Shida really wants her own children. He threw her under the bus again mm-hmm. because... She he, lives in a fantasy land. He Ugh. said that they talked about kids, but he wants to travel... And that Shida talks about, oh, we can leave the kid here or there. And the mom's kind of looking at her like appalled. And I was like, yeah. dude, you clearly did some shitty ass fucking translation. The only reason you even got to meet her is because you, you know, you have an ex-wife and your kids are old enough that you can just, hey, it's your time to watch the kids. Oh, I have no kids. I'm free. Yeah. I'm going to go travel. Yep. But why can't you, one, take the kid with you or two, just, hey, um, mom, sister, can you guys watch my kiddo for a couple days? And we, try, I don't know. I feel like parents have figured this out if they're like still together and like having kids. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, you can figure it out. Things can happen. Also, again, you chose to be with someone that can have kids still and wants well, to have kids. Well, she was kids. very clear that she wants to have children. So he is an intentionally not saying anything to hopefully 
Oh, it'll just, it'll just lock pass, her it'll, in. It'll pass yeah. by, and it will be will be too. We'll committed. be married, and then you won't leave me because you like you like my house and my oasis of sophistication. See, this whole thing's way too cornering and scamming, and no. Yeah, it wouldn't really be fair if she was upfront with that aspect mm-hmm. of her life, and you sort of lead her on, or just kind of like, ah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Hell, okay, you can get the decision day. She's gonna be like, yeah, I'm not getting married to you. Yeah, she you, said she's not going to unless like, they have that conversation. You've not committed to me with having a kid. Can you do a weird prenup thing? Like, if he doesn't give me a kid, like I'm his ass, and I'm getting half his shit. I feel like you can put anything in a prenup. Like, weird stuff like that. I, I feel like, you can. I feel like knowing him and the dumbass pranks he's putting, the prenup thing's going to come up and she's going to be like, yeah, and I'm going to double down on that prenup. You better give me a fucking kid <laughs> or I'm taking half your shit. Maybe. On the next time on, Kara tells Guillermo that her uncle will beat him up. Stupid. I hated it. So he was a PI at one point in his life. He's not right now. So whatever. I'd be like, yeah, you're a PI and you stalked my Instagram? Okay. Yeah, I was like, cool. Anyone can see my Instagram. It is public. Should I make it private and block you? <laughs> Uncle Mike says that he'll keep an eye on him. I feel like How that's. Gross. I feel like that's the thing. XPIs say to everyone they meet. I mean, I would too. Let's be honest. I would drop it all the time. <laughs> I'll be keeping an eye on you, son. Oh, okay. Bye. Emily and Kobe argue over breastfeeding. Shida is ready for motherhood and wants Bilal's kids to one day call her Umi. You know, I didn't really mind because Ooh, it's really? mom in her language. But it'd be cool to have a mom. Obviously, you're like, oh, that's my mom. And then you have an Umi. It's almost like a, yeah, I have a grandma. It, I got a G-ma. Like, everyone's got all these names. I think it's walking a fine line and mom probably would not like that. So should she have given um okay the so translation you, of stepmom? <laughs> no, but like, okay. Wild scenario. You have a kid broken up. The new the new stepdad. They introduce him as Papa. Yeah. No. See, <laughs> not cool. I think you just grow a bond over time, and, the, and you know the kid will. Um, Whatever comes to them will come to them. Right. Then we catch up with Eve, and she introduces Mohammed to her son, and he better be so nice, or I'll be pissed. This dude better not be a fucking scammer. I know. That's, I'm very that's worried. That's gonna be fucking sad if they don't work out. Ari and Benny arrive in New York. I'm already stressed. Can people just be nice to him? I don't know. Ari's already throwing shots, doing some yes, dumbass there's already, comments. I don't need mom's shade. I don't need Ari's shade. Everyone, let's just... Well, no one in my family's going to throw wine in your face. <laughs> let's just have a clean slate. This is your opportunity. Yeah. Use it well. Then we see Thais arrive and already threatening to go back to Brazil. God, we could not be on these shows. I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> That's what I said. I hope you have a great life. I couldn't be on this or married at first sight because I would leave at the first red flag. I always reference back. There's an episode of Seinfeld where the woman eats her peas one at a time and that drove Jerry crazy. I'm like, I see it. She's got I man hands. It. Oh, <laughs> That's got, such a good episode. She's got man hands. All right. Anything else? I'm okay. I'm sticking with it. It's 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 okay. We're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting we're there. We're getting there. It'll give it a couple we're more weeks. There. I think we'll have some good storylines. Yo, stay tuned. Maths decision day. Yes, finally after 21 weeks. Let's go. Maths decision day tomorrow. Hell so yeah. we will be hanging out with you all. Please come live tweet with us. Hang out with us. We'll be watching and reacting with all of you. All right, I'm gonna edit this pod as uh, Leon goes to his soccer game tonight. So cool. we'll talk to you then. Take care. Bye.